Hey, working moms, I'm so happy you are here for another episode of the Latika Vines show. Today, there's a treat. I am doing a holiday special with my good friend, Ikiwa Walker from Moms Changing the World podcast. And we're sitting around the fireplace and we're going to talk about some things that we're going to do for the holidays to give you inspiration on what you and your family can do during this COVID (laughs) quarantine pandemic holiday season. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and don't forget to like and share this episode with another working mom. Welcome to the Lutika Vine Show, the podcast for working moms who want to lead and grow their career, live a balanced lifestyle while putting God first. I am your host, Latika Vines, and I will be sharing tips, advice, and motivation to teach you how to navigate and thrive in your life and your career. I am so excited that you are here to join the conversation. Let's get into the show. Hello, hello. This is Akua Walker, a pediatric nurse practitioner and CEO of Moms Changing the World. And I'm joined by... Hey, everyone. It's Latika. Yes. Yes, Latika Vines. And so this is a special kind of dual joint episode um, that we are excited to bring to you today on you know both of our podcasts, where we get a chance to talk about the holidays for our kids. How can we help in this pandemic holidays, make it special and make, uh, you know, make it merry and bright, uh, despite all of the things that we've been contending with this entire year for 2020. So I thought it would be like, you know, imagine that we are actually at a coffee shop, having coffee with friends. Um, Latika, this, I haven't really been able to do that. So I'm excited I to know. do that with you, you know, <laughs> with a warm cup of whatever you yes. have imagined, the fire, you know, in the corner of the coffee shop yes. and just the, you know, the fireside chat um, with friends. And this is a big table because we have all our listeners joining us at the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the for, red table talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> our own, our own. And, um, you know, what's exciting is this is kind of a preview for the Moms Changing the World's listeners. Um, uh, I have an, a wonderful, uh, you know, full episode recorded with Latika um, that will be in season two. So look forward to that coming out um yeah sometime in the the season two launch february march time frame we'll definitely keep you posted on that and um, i'll I'll let latika share her podcast with you as well yes well hello everyone and thank you again for having me join you on this coffee a chat I'm so excited (laughs) about. Um, I am Latika Vines. I am a career development professional for um, working moms, particularly in the federal government, helping them to balance life so they can grow their careers. Um, And I host a podcast, uh, the Latika Vines show, where um, I talk to moms about everything from motherhood, marriage, career, and faith, because I truly believe that 
without God, you can't really do much. (laughs) So um, I'm just excited to be here because like you said, um, it's been a while since I have been in a, now I didn't go to coffee shops, but I went to um, my local bakery and they have like a a section where I can sit at the table by myself and look out the window and they have a wood burning fireplace. Oh Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I loved it. Every other Friday I would go there and I would just sit in the window after I dropped all the kids off and I would just sit there for hours and it was just so Mm -hmm. awesome. So yes, I'm excited to be here with you. (laughs) Yes. We are recreating that. Yes. (laughs) Yes, With our (laughs) listeners. That's amazing. Yeah. So you know, we, to kind of set the stage for, you know, this conversation about how to help our kids, you know, with this pandemic holidays. Um, you know, one thing that some things that are important to understand is that, um, you know, change is, a, is an interesting thing. So, you know, the, the human brain kind of from the brain development perspective, it, it helps us out. It's, it's designed really amazingly to uh, fire off and create new pathways when we have new experiences. So much like we, you know, maybe if you think of walking on a, a fresh path in the, in the woods or even driving, you know, to a new place, you might notice this, that when you're going to someplace new for the first time, you're kind of a little more awake. You're a little more alert. You're, you're paying attention to the signs. You're, you're paying more attention to the sights and sounds, even smells and, and just all those experiences because it's new and your brain is forming new connections um, in order to help you experience it and remember it. And so when it comes to uh, the, the return trip, you might feel like when you're coming back from someplace, it actually feels like it's a little bit shorter or a little bit faster. I know I've, I've kind of had that experience. And so um, the reason that it feels like it's shorter and faster is because your brain already is helping you out by taking some of the work and taking some of the the sensory kind of overload that you experienced going to the place away because you already have a path established and you're already a little more familiar with where you're going. And so as adults, we kind of take this for granted and, and we fall into routines and rituals, habits and patterns as a way of being more efficient. Our brain doesn't have to kind of create those new pathways all the time. And we are more comfortable and familiar with routines and, and habits and things that we've done more and more times. But children are really forming a lot of these pathways for the first times. And they're having these new experiences for the first time. So there's a lot of kind of brain work that goes along with that. And so as soon as they are starting to you know, get familiar with things and they start to settle into routine and uh, a structure and a schedule. That's why it's so important because they start to feel more relaxed. They start to feel more safe and secure when they know what to expect and things are a little more familiar. So when it comes to a year full of change like we've had in 2020, that can be really hard. And as adults, we have enough life experience and enough kind of memory and brain kind of development to, to rationalize and to talk ourselves through it, to know that this is uh, not going to be the way it always is, that you know next year we can get right back to our usual holiday traditions and routines, um, but it's, we can make it through this year where kids don't necessarily have that. And so... I just want to kind of put that out there that um, that this year has been tough for for children 
partially because of, of that just very normal expected kind of brain development and brain change that's going on. So when it comes to some special times and holiday traditions like, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas um, and New Year's, we've, we've had to make some changes to adapt to the pandemic, to social distancing. And, uh, and some of that can be really hard. And so I think just to keep that in mind for kids as we are making changes um, can be helpful because then we can have some more like empathy and compassion for some of what they feel, that they feel maybe a little more stressed, a little more disappointed um, when the same traditions and the things that they always have done since they can remember are not there or they look really different. And so, you know, kind of one example of this for our family was Thanksgiving. You know, we um, typically we go to one side of the family for Thanksgiving, either my side or then the other side will we'll go for Christmas. And so we're all often traveling and we are spending time, you know, physically with our, our family. And we couldn't do that this year. And so as, as many families did, it was just kind of a nuclear family, you know, home for the holidays in our house. And so there were some really very special things about just being home, not having to deal with the hustle and bustle of travel, but it was different. And I know even myself as a, as a grown up, like I talked about, I, I could rationalize and I understood why, but I did have that twinge of missing the rest of my family, you know, that, that I would usually be spending time with. So we talked about it as a family and we were able to zoom them in. And so we had, as we set up ahead of time, the zoom time, we put them on our table um, as if they were right there with us. And that helped to form kind of a new tradition. And I think the, the special part about that is I think from, you know, from now on, what, whichever side of the family that we're not with, <laughs> you know, for whatever holiday, you know, we can plan a special meal to put them on our table and, you know, have that, that sense of togetherness, even though, you know, we're in different locations. So I just wanted to kind of open up with that and um, just encourage um, us as parents to, to, to talk about the fact that things are changing and the fact that things are different and to make that okay, to make that okay to, to be sad or to miss this or to wish we could do it this way and let kids talk through it ahead of time because that helps to um, what we call like normalize. It helps to say, yeah, you're, you're not the only one feeling that way about, right. about this. We're all feeling that, that sense of sadness or we're all missing seeing grandma and grandpa or uh, playing with the cousins, you know, in, in the snow. So um, encouraging that open conversation helps with kind of readjusting uh, expectations, um, especially for little ones who um, might feel some stress related to the changing routines. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. One of the things that I really appreciated this year is that I didn't have to get up and go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you mentioned, you know, this holiday, we're going to go visit my family. This holiday, we're going to go visit your family. And this year, there was no conversation. <laughs> there was no conversation. And it was just like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, but, you know, I think the the beautiful thing was, our kids didn't even have to worry about that either because we mm -hmm. tend to have that family discussion of, okay, whose house are we going to go to for Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. um, and so they're part of that um, decision-making mm -hmm. and it was just so 
so great. It was just so mm-hmm. great. And I truly know my kids enjoyed being at home and not having to leave the house. Mm-hmm. And it was just so much more fun for us, yeah. you know, to be home. And like you, we did Zoom. Um, we had a Zoom right there on the buffet in the dining room. <laughs> and, you know, we were eating together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it was that was that was good. But I, I tell you, this was like the best Thanksgiving ever to be at home. And, and now, now I was getting like to detail because, you know, when you go to your family's house and like, you're bringing a dish that you and your husband and your kids would eat, but nobody yes. else on the other side of the family <laughs> eats it. So when yes. you bring it, they're like, what is this? I didn't have to worry about none of that. None of that. Yes, no, I know. I know. Oh my goodness. It was so great. I could cook what my kids would eat. I didn't have to worry about them wasting. I didn't have to worry about other people saying, why didn't your kids eat my macaroni and cheese? Because we don't like your macaroni and cheese. Like, it was so awesome. It was the best. Yeah. So you, you could also you spared some of the family drama. So (laughs) there are some silver linings and yeah, getting a chance to point out with our kids. Yeah. What was nice about this? What was special Mm -hmm. about this and what might we keep as a new family tradition? Yeah. Stay home for Thanksgiving is what we're doing. (laughs) Check. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, you know, what, you know, Latika, what do you use as kind of a, an overall kind of guide you know, for your, your family, when you're coming up with plans for your holidays? We look at what we did the previous year. You know, who do we spend the holidays with? Um, You know, where do we go? Um, All, all that good stuff. And then we also looked at my kids, um, their comfort level, Mm -hmm. because you know how when you were younger and you saw Uncle Johnny and your mother says, go give Uncle Johnny a hug. And you're like, no, I don't want to give Uncle Johnny a hug. He <laughs> freaks me out. You know, so I, I learned that I cannot force my kids to go somewhere that they're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And so we, all of us collectively as a family, you know, say, hey, we're going to thinking about going over to uncle johnny's house you want to go not really mm-hmm. okay how about we go over you know drop something off drop the gift off and then we leave and go to grandma so-and-so's house okay we can do that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so that has been that's worked for us um ever since my kids started talking and telling yeah. us you know their feelings yeah. um but it really has been a family decision and one of the things too was realizing that when we got married when my husband and I got married um he was so used to being with his family yeah so it was it was foreign to be with my family or friends Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so it it took a while for us to to come to a compromise that okay this holiday will go over here this holiday Mm -hmm. will go over here um, but we cannot spend every single holiday mm-hmm. with just one particular family because mm-hmm. then you're going to leave that family um, out. You're going to mm-hmm. leave me out or mm-hmm. him out. And so mm-hmm. it, it's it's truly been a family affair and having um, the decision of where we're going to go for each holiday. 
Yeah, I love that, you know, including the children in in some of the plans, because then, Mm -hmm. you know, control is the other thing that we all want to feel like we have, you know, when it comes to change or transitions, and kids don't often have a lot of things they control, you know, and so we can give them opportunities and ask them, you know, what's your idea? How could we, Mm -hmm. you know, how could we do this holiday, you know, a little bit differently? What would you like to do, um, you know, to make it feel special and wonderful? And I mean, that's, that's good. And that's also, you know, as far as the new family goes, that's a good reminder, I think, for new parents or new marrieds, you know, who might be tuning in. That's, that is a phase that is a kind of a a part of forming your new family um, of husband and wife and children. And it does take some getting used to, right? It's change. It It does have to change and transition too. But it's important that you both feel like you're, you know, you're, you're acknowledging both sides the family mm-hmm. because it's it's two becoming one now it's not his right. or hers them and theirs anymore it's really ours right. so how right. can we make sure we're including everyone yeah, absolutely that's good yeah you know another guiding kind of um you know tip that I want to start off with too is is the idea of having really clear family values mm. you know as far as what you are what the holidays are really about for you and your family True. and um you know you mentioned faith uh, early on. And, and it's the same for us. Like our faith is, you know, as at the center, you know, uh, Thanksgiving is, is about just, you know, being thankful right. um, and really, really um, having gratitude, you know, thanking God for all of our blessings, even with the challenges. And then Christmas is about Jesus's birthday. And so, right. you know, if, if we, we are always bringing that conversation to the forefront, especially when it's easy to lose sight of that with Christmas lists and, you know, presents and, mm-hmm. e- and even activity and the hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. So one, you know, one kind of thing that our family does is we, we talk about Christmas being uh, really a birthday celebration for Jesus. And right. we think about gifts that we want to give um, as a priority over the gifts that we want to get. And so we, we've never really had the Christmas wish list that we create okay. for ourselves. But if we do write it, if we do write a list, it's okay, what do we want to give? Let's make a list of the things we want to give to so-and-so and so-and-so. And certainly they want to give to, you know, our kids were, were blessed and generous in that way. So if, you know, mm-hmm. if they're asked, you know, they, they I'm sure have their, their wish list, you know, kind of in mind and ready. But we talk about reciprocating, you know, why don't you ask mm-hmm. back, you know, what do they want um, as well so that we can start as a family, you know, putting our, our give list together. Yeah, that is, that is good. We, we also do the same thing. Um, you know, in school, our kids learn about Thanksgiving and, and the meaning behind Thanksgiving. And, you know, as Christians, um, you know, we acknowledge it, you know, as Jesus says, we are, you know, a part of the world. But, you know, one of the things like you mentioned is we still need to be grateful for where we are. And, I actually had my seven-year-old write down five things that she was grateful for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told her, I said, it, and you need to understand that you need to be thankful for your life mm-hmm. because, you know, look at, you know, where we are in um, the, D- the DC area, we have so many, we have families that are doing really well, but then we have families that are 
not doing so well. So yeah. the level of or the uh, amount of families in poverty is so high, especially where we live. And, um, and when I say live, like up the street, you mm-hmm. could see tents of, of yeah. homelessness, yeah. you know. And so I always tell them, you know, to be grateful for their life. The mm-hmm. fact that they have a home, it might be mm-hmm. cold in the house, but we can go to the thermostat and turn the temperature up. Mm-hmm. There are individuals who don't even have a home. So they don't have shelter from the rain or the snow or the cold or, you know, or tornado watch that we had the other day, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, we are supposed to be grateful every day, but I told them for Thanksgiving, let's really sit down and write what are we grateful for? Mm -hmm. What is it that we have that others don't have that, you know, sometimes we do take for granted, you know, and we just have to be grateful for that. And so um, that is something that we, I did this year um, because Mm -hmm. now three out of four of the kids can write. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they can write down, you know, exactly, Mm -hmm. you know, what they're grateful for. But I felt like that was important because Thanksgiving is not just about sitting around and eating food right. till your belly pops. It's, right. it's really, you know, right. being grateful. Yeah. And or being, um, or being so thankful for what you have that you have to run out and shop the, right. that, that night or the very next day, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's, and, and that's, I don't, I don't know about you, but I know for me, that has been something that I'm constantly reminding my kids to be thankful for what they have because somebody doesn't have what they have. You know, they, they complain about somebody going in their room or taking their toy or, you know, whatsoever, but there's people who don't have anything, mm-hmm. you know? So that has been something that we're constantly constantly going through (laughs) yeah not just at Thanksgiving yeah so that's great because those are needs and issues you know as far Mm -hmm. as in our community that are year-round so I think that's amazing you know to have that that conversation as as a through line right as a you know a constant in the in the family value yeah right I, I was able to find a uh um an online gratitude kind of camp class and yeah my youngest was home um at the time so we you know zoomed into the class and they Mm -hmm. had us make a gratitude jar we just used a you know a a mason jar or any kind of jar that you had Mm -hmm. in the house and we decorated some paper to wrap around it you know with things we're grateful for but then you can fill it with little parts or little leaves or little paper little papers cut out in whatever shape you want and then you're you know, putting down, writing down the things that you're grateful for. So this, wow. uh, we did a bunch for, you know, by Thanksgiving, but we're, we're keeping it going, you know, through this holiday season to just when, whenever we think of or have something that we're thankful for, we write it down on one of the pieces of paper, put it in the jar. And then on Christmas day, you know, we'll go through it again and, and count oh, our that's blessings. Awesome. You know? Or if, if you have the letters, you can keep the letters in a, a folder. Um, or a journal, right, where you're, you know, either writing or talking about, you know, three good things that happened that day. So that's awesome. I think that's a new tradition that we'll we'll definitely try to keep. My daughter loved doing that. (laughs) 
That is awesome. I might have to steal that from you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this is about. That's what this is about sharing the ideas and getting it out there. So yeah, any other things that you're doing for Christmas? Um, I, I know for us, that things that are being adapted and a little different is um, that we're doing a Christmas pageant by Zoom. So our church, because we are, you know, again, focusing on the birth of Jesus as the reason for the season, um, our church um, asked, you know, which kids wanted to be a part of it. And about 20 of the kids are going to take the different parts. We're gonna, we have our backgrounds that she sent us, the coordinator, and we're going to we'll share it, um, I think, with the rest of the congregation as a part of, you know, the Christmas celebration. So I'm really looking forward to that this year. Wow, that seems awesome. Oh my goodness, that seems awesome. Um, you know, my kids, they asked for us to do a gingerbread house. Oh, yummy. So <laughs> I have to find all of that <laughs> to do a gingerbread house. Awesome. Um, but we started it last year. Ah, we started tradition. doing the gingerbread house last year. Yeah. And they absolutely loved it. They made a mess on my wood table <laughs> and I still have things from it from last year, but they just had a wonderful time doing that gingerbread house. Yeah. Um, and it really taught them to work together, yeah. you know, because they had to put the house together. Um, and so that's something that we're going to do again this year. Um, and we just finished a paint party Ooh. and that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, we've been to different types of paint parties before. Um, and my kids like love paint doing paint parties. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, we did one. And um, they just had so much fun. And it was all four of them. Even the three-year-old yeah. was participating and That's she cool. had her paint. She mixed all her colors, <laughs> did not dip her paintbrush in the water to clean it. Like she mm. just was having a good old time. Yeah, um, but that, yeah mm. it, was, it was just so much fun for them. And I sat there, you know, and just watched them have fun, yeah. you know, just to watch them have fun. So um, that's something that we did this year that was different. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, my kids are really big on slumber parties. So it's four of them. And they'll go from, from one room to another, each other's room, and have a slumber party in their own room. So wow. since <laughs> we've been home during the pandemic, you know, they've been blessed because it's four of them. So they don't really have to worry about the lack of social interaction. So they have been going to each other's room for slumber parties where they would grab their sleeping bags, go on the floor of their sister's room, turn the TV on, and they're watching some type of movie. And they're staying up till wee hours in the morning and just having a good old time. So, like so one of the fun. things, it, you know, when I was a kid, Oh my goodness. I did that all the time with my sisters. So I know they're having so much fun, but as a parent, I'm like, if y'all don't shut your mouth and go to sleep, <laughs> um, 
but they they just had so much fun and they're really spending a lot of time together and um this what they wanted to do for christmas eve was um have a slumber party in front of the fireplace and the christmas tree so Uh. we'll do that um for christmas eve um have a slumber party and we'll probably watch some type of christmas movie um and bring in christmas that way but that's something that they they requested um this year um so it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting christmas eve (laughs) that's a great idea my kids have talked about you know staying up for santa they they might Mm -hmm. appreciate that idea of slumber party right there by the tree i like that Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's I think it's gonna be fun. We've done it before. Um, you know, just as a, a regular like cold night, have the fireplace on and all of us yeah. people on the floor. Yeah. And it's it's a really great experience in front of the fireplace. So oh. I, I think we're all looking forward to that. That sounds like fun. That yeah. Like fun. yeah, well, you know, um when it comes to Zoom. Um, you know, one question that I have for you is, you know, there is such a thing, you know, doing some of the parties by Zoom, like I think we have a mm-hmm. gingerbread party coming up by Zoom. You know, there, there's a lot of great benefits, but, you know, there's, there is also something called Zoom fatigue. Yes. And, you know, I don't know, I, and I had a friend ask me about that, you know, how do, how do we still feel like we're connecting when we are doing school by Zoom or doing meetings by Zoom or with our family by Zoom? You have any ideas for that? For us, for all of us in the house, we have to take a break. We just have to take a break. Um, So I tell my husband, get up. I tell him, (laughs) I go into his office and I'm like, get up, get up. You need to stretch and you need to like go downstairs, do something, but you need to get up. And the kids, they have breaks and some breaks in between some of their Zoom classes. Mm -hmm. So they come downstairs out of their rooms and they have a break. And I've recently um, gotten them into yoga. So we do yoga. They have a kid's yoga. So that's what we do. Um, And then um, for me, I found a walk at home. Um, a YouTube channel. There's actually a few YouTube channels, and um, you could do like a mile in about 15 minutes, and that's what I do in between some meetings or in between answering emails or if I'm on the phone, um, you know, having a meeting on the phone. I'll walk for a mile doing the walk at home video on YouTube, but that's really what. I've been telling my kids, that's what I've been sharing with people is get up and get away from the computer. And, you know, for those of us who wear glasses, (laughs) we need to get up from the computer, (laughs) you know, um, and myself, my husband and my uh, nine-year-old, we all wear glasses. So I I told them, I'm like, look, y'all, we cannot be sitting here in front of the computer all day long because our eyes are going to get worse. So, you know, we, we have to get up. We have to get up. Um, and um, I know that's been helpful for us. That really has been helpful for us. Um, and especially because with church, 
you know, church is on Zoom still, and then they have youth church on Zoom, and then any type of, you know, youth ministry activities are on Zoom. So I'm constantly telling them, get up. Um, You know, we have a fire pit outside. So if it's dark out, because, you know, it gets dark here around 430. So Um. we can still be outside and have a good time, um, you know, having the fireplace on and they can do whatever they do in the backyard. But it's giving them a break, um, giving their mind a break, giving their eyes a break. They're having some physical activity. Um, and so that's really has been helpful for us since we've been here um, since March. That's great. That's great. And I think, you know, as far as, you know, feeling connected on mm-hmm. the family Zoom calls, I think sometimes you can even do like breakout rooms, you know, yes. if your account allows for that. And maybe that yes. can help with some of the like, you know, um, feeling more like you're with people rather than just kind of having a, a you know, a large, just mixture of, of people kind of being more chaotic, right, on, on Zoom right. when you're trying to have some family together time um, right. in a larger, you know, family Zoom setting. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, one of, for Thanksgiving, my husband's side of the family uh, had us do kind of a video, do a pre-recorded, like almost like a holiday greeting. Mm. And then we, you know, some, uploaded it to the central site and then it was all kind of looped together to create a family like Thanksgiving greeting. Oh, that's so nice. yeah, yeah. I'll um, I'll look up the um, you know the the website that you know allowed us to do all that to provide in show notes. But um, I want you know I think that having some time sometimes ahead of time to think about what yeah. you want to say and really make it kind of meaningful and special and more personal, um, so that everybody can you know can kind of hear and see your family in, in your homes recording the message and they can watch it as many times as they want, right? To yeah. anytime they, they miss you. That's nice. I yeah. really like that idea. Yeah, I will send that. So um, we're going to take a short break um, and then we'll be right back after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Get Productive Workshop for Working Moms. The workshop for working moms teaching them to create a productivity system so they can do more of what they love in the time they currently have. In this workshop, you will learn how to use a task manager to plan your household tasks, focus for periods of time while avoiding burnout by changing the way you work, Develop the habit to boost your productivity, stay motivated to keep going, and to set up your week for success. For more information and to purchase this workshop, go to www.visionary-initiatives/shop. Great, Latika, great idea so far. Um, when you are um, planning your kind of slumber party movie night, have you watched Jingle Jangle yet? Oh my goodness. So <laughs> no, and my husband and I talked about this last night. We don't have Netflix. Oh, okay. We don't have Netflix. Everything oh, in our house is Amazon. Oh. 
and it's only on Netflix right now. Yes. So I was telling him that I know if you, if you have a friend who has Netflix, they can give you like a guest code or something and you can watch the the movie. So Mm -hmm. I told him, I said, you know, we can ask one of our friends to, you know, give us a guest code and we can watch the movie. Um, but yeah, I just keep on hearing so many great things about <laughs> yeah. it. And I'm like, I really want to watch it. it right, right. Yeah, well, um, yes, I highly recommend it. If you, you know, get a chance, you know, John Legend, I think, is involved in the music and um, just really well done. Felicia mm. Rashad is in it. And you, Forrest Whitaker, you know, was, was one of the main characters, but I was surprised by Felicia Rashad. So um, when you have, get a chance to to see it, that's a fun one. And you know, speaking of kind of yeah, the the whole guest idea, there there I don't know what um, service they use, but one of our friends did a movie birthday party, and they did mm-hmm. have kind of a shared movie code that we could all watch the movie mm-hmm. at the same time from our various you know locations. So there's some really creative ways to uh, yeah to enjoy all the holiday movies and and things despite yeah. not being able to get together yeah yeah so right. what about for new right. years yeah any ideas for new years yeah you know one of my great friends um she does a an annual family vision party and mm-hmm. they do that around um in between christmas and new year's so um that's something that i want to introduced to our family is doing that family vision board to figure out like what is it that we want to do for 21 um you know what do the kids want to accomplish with school what type type of activities do they want to accomplish um you know one of the biggest things that my husband um has been saying for years is that he wants a bigger house so you know i i want to put that on the vision board and truly see how we can plan for if it's in God's will for us to move um, to a bigger house. I personally don't want to move into a bigger house, but I know that's something that he really wants to do um, as our kids get older. But um, so I'm, I really want to introduce that to our family this year is having that family vision board party and, and truly planning for 2021 rather than just letting it, you know, come yeah yeah um on new year's eve for the last couple of years i've participated in various um balloon drop um things where you know so many of the channels netflix i think even amazon you know the different ones may have a way to you select you know the theme that you want and it's a pre-recorded um basically a countdown and you do it whatever time you want so especially where you have little kids or the kids, you know, can't really stay up till midnight, you know, to, to watch the ball drop, you, um, you can kind of do a, an earlier one, you know, like say at 9 p.m. or right at their bedtime, right? You can have all the, you know, hoopla, you can get hats and, you know, noisemakers if you want, but you kind of make that celebration happen for the kids earlier um, but using one of these links. And they, they probably even have it on YouTube as well. Um, so you That's can search good. You know, like balloon drop or, or New Year's countdown, um, Disney or New Year's countdown for, you know, Frozen Princess or whatever, you know, theme you want. And many of the shows, I think one year we did like Full House 
you know, reunion or something, right? And because they had recorded a, you know, a countdown. So you just choose your, um, you know, choose the theme that you want. You do it the time that you want. And the kids feel like they get to, you know, get their apple juice glasses out to mm-hmm. clink. <laughs> and, um, and they feel like they've had their, you know, their special countdown and then they can go to bed and then, you know, you, you can stay up and, and have your own. Right. <laughs> you know, that sounds like a really good plan because they usually uh, come with us for New Year's at church. Uh, when you were going to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're usually up. You know, I would make sure they would have a nap um, before we went and, um, you know, we would go because normally my husband would have something to do during the service. So, you know, we would have to be there probably like around nine or 10 Mm o'clock. And so, you know, if they didn't have a nap, they would just be crazy. Out, yeah, or fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um yeah, because that I really like that idea because they can still get the feeling of, you know, having that celebration and then they can go to sleep and then my husband and I can <laughs> do whatever. Yeah, right. I really get the that. champagne out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then, you know, sometime during the day, what, what, one thing we've started doing is similar to the jar idea. But, you know, when funny things happen throughout the year, we'll write it down. Um, or when the kids say funny things, mm-hmm. you know, how kids say the darndest things. Yes. You know, we appreciate it in the moment, but we often forget. And so mm. we've started writing it down. And I have to give credit to this idea. Do you remember Tia Maori from Sister Sister? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On her show, uh, she has a, a YouTube channel now. Right. And she had yes. mentioned it. Yeah. On there a few years ago, we started doing it and you can put them on post-its or little pieces of paper in the jar. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, when we need a, 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 fun, a laugh or we need, you know, wow. that like, you know, kind of year end, okay, what were some of the highlights of the year? You know, that, that things that the kids said, we'll pull that out and we'll go through it and just laugh again, you know, and wow. like, oh, remember that, you know, again, and hold on to some of the memories from that year or even the year before. And if you're fancy, you can put all those little scraps into a book or some kind yes. of, you know, remembrance uh, log, and then you mm-hmm. have it, you know, decorated and you can file it up and start a, start an empty jar for the next year. So wow. yeah, it, you know, it's kind of a, a, a spin on the, yeah, just, just kind of the memory book, right. Idea mm-hmm. of just keeping track of, you know, highlights from each year and, um, and you have it to, you know, to come back to whenever you want. That is nice. <laughs> yeah. That is a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. So, you know, any final, um, ideas or, um, recommendations or closing thoughts as we wrap up our holiday special coffee side chat? <laughs> well, I guess the, the only thing really is, um, you know, in the midst of this storm that we're in, yeah. you know, that we, at the end of the day, be grateful for us being at home, yeah. you know, being grateful that, you know, many of us are still, um, we're either in the office or at home working, um, but, we're still living, we're healthy, um, it, things are not normal, they're not like it was in January, but we're still breathing. And I think that is the, the most that I am grateful for, you know, mm-hmm. things could be so much worse. We could, you know, 
we, we could be at war right now. You know, we, we could, I mean, there's just so many negative things that could happen, but we have to be grateful for the things that we do have, for the blessings that we have, for, for just being where we are. Um, and so even in the, the midst of this storm, even though things are not the same as they were last year, even though Christmas is going to look different, thank God that we have a Christmas you know, thank God that we're going to have a new year. Yeah, and, and we made it to Christmas. Uh, yes, <laughs> we made, who would have who ever thought, you know, yeah. who would have ever thought that when, you know, I, I remember the day vividly and I got that text from our public school system mm-hmm. saying tomorrow is going to be the last day of school until further notice. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, and to be where we are now, where, I mean, my my daughter, my seven-year-old, she just finished her last session of speech therapy today. She has been in speech therapy for four years. And in the midst of pandemic, she has excelled in speech. Like, wow. those are the things that I am grateful for, because it could be so much more worse, yeah. you know, um, so... I would definitely say just be grateful for where we are yeah. and what we have, Absolutely. even in the midst of this storm. There's so much to be thankful for. There's so much that we have. I mean, we are truly rich, yeah. rich physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually because of where we are today. And so um, that's 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 really just... Yeah, that's that's really all I have, you know, to say because it's that's something that I'm just every morning when I get up, I just thank God for where I am because it could be it could be so much worse. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I accept that I receive that. <laughs> that is a a good word, um, and I you know I I have been quite thankful this year for. Mm-hmm the opportunity to slow down and to focus on the essential. Yes. To really cut out a lot of the extra that was too much or Mm -hmm. not necessary and really, really hone it down Um, schedule wise, um, priority wise, family wise to, you know, what, what is actually essential. And then in all of this, there's some opportunities, right. That mm-hmm. have come out of it, including, you know, uh, my podcast, I, I think yours yes. also this year, yes. mm-hmm. um, you know, which it has been a huge blessing to yes. me, um, opportunities to meet and work with, you know, friends like you mm-hmm. and uh, have some of the richest conversations, you know, yes. that, I've, that I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, so much to be thankful for. And, and with the idea of the vision board, you know, really thinking about as things reopen, you know, as right. school gets back, you know, am, am I just going to go back to kind of how it was? Or right. am I going to carry some of this with me mm-hmm. um, as far as really, really guarding my time yes. and prioritizing, you know, my space, um, mm-hmm. my connections and helping my family to do the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. This was so much fun.
Oh, as usual. Yes, we will have to do it again. Yes. And yeah, thankful for this this opportunity and have a wonderful, thankful holiday season um, and a happy new year. Thank you. Same to you. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Latika Vine Show. I pray that this episode blessed you and that you will be able to share what you learned today with another working mom. Please be sure to download, subscribe, do what you can so that next week you can listen to a new episode of the Latika Vine Show. Thanks so much. You take care. God bless.